Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. I can never say that. I can't. It's like Maori, well, Maori, because Maori. it looks like it's Maori. That's what and I that's thought the way, it was. Yeah. And people, and <laughs> but and anybody from outside there always will say Maori, but the local people say Murray. They pronounce it M U R. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. So if you want to sound like a local, you say Murray. You say Murray, but they. But it does look like Maori. That's what I always thought it was. If you want to look like tourists, you say Maori. So we are going to be continuing our open letters to the different roles that we play as women. And tonight we're going to be talking about mentors. And we have a very special guest that we're really excited <laughs> about. This is Miss Kim McFall. We've known her forever, <laughs> basically. Um, me and Savannah grew up with her at Salem. I'm sure you taught some of our classes <laughs> um, and we're in our women's bible class on wednesday nights that you are teaching co-teaching and um i've really enjoyed that mm-hmm. book that we're doing so far me too um it's been great and then um you got two two girls mm-hmm. three grandbabies mm-hmm. and um you're partly retired Partly. Trying to retire. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, My friends tell me I make retirement look really hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you work in Murray County. Murray County, yes. <laughs> Tennessee. Tennessee. So, um, so we're going to be talking about mentors. So, what kind of um, characteristics do y'all think of when y'all think of mentors? Or what does being a mentor mean to y'all? Um, just helping others, looking for ways to... I guess maybe improve other people's lives, you know, when they, they're looking for help, is what I always think of, mm-hmm. reaching out for help. Yeah, I mean, it's such an honor, I feel like, sometimes, too, when, like, somebody comes to you mm-hmm. to, um, you know, to get advice, because they're that means that they're looking up to you and that they trust you with what they're coming to you mm-hmm. with. And so I always feel very honored when someone is coming to me to be mentored, too. So I kind of think of a mentor as someone who helps someone find their way, their mm-hmm. own way, that you mm-hmm. just kind of give them some support and guidance and um, help them really navigate their own way, but with your help. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really good. In what ways have you been a mentor? Um, I was a mentor to younger teachers, of course, when I first started teaching school as as. Um, I had been teaching a while and new teachers would come in and they would usually be assigned to me. Um, I worked with the preschool teachers in our county and that a facilitating job is really a, being a mentor. It's mm-hmm. kind of helping um, the teachers to do what they're expected to do with your guidance and support. And then I did that um, at the state level for a little while. And then on a much more informal basis. I have mentored to um, some young mothers mostly that were addicts. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was an alcoholic and um, died as a result of that. And so they're just out of our greatest pain comes our greatest strength. Mm-hmm. And so it took me a long time to really be brave enough to reach out to people who were struggling with some of those things. And um, 
trying to help them to see that they were the very best person to raise their child mm-hmm. no matter what and help them to find somewhere within them the strength to um, do what they needed to do and be mm-hmm. that person they needed to be. And um, that's, a, that's a really tough one because sometimes it goes the way you hope and then sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't. And um, then just, you know, to young mothers along the way as you've raised children and you've thought things were so horrible when you had to get <laughs> up and take your baby out. And as you get older, you realize those are not that big a deal. So, you know, that, that type of informal mm-hmm. mentorship. What are some of the biggest challenges that you face as mentors? I mean, for me, the only really type of mentoring I've done is like relationship advice with friends. Um, they come to me, you know, they would come to me about different stuff. And um, the biggest challenges that I've faced is I've seen this clear path that they should have used, this quick fix. Like, this is what you need to do, you know. And um, like you said, mentoring is, you know, helping them find their, their path, not making them go down the path that you're <laughs> wanting them to go down. Um, and so that that's really been a challenge to me in the past is letting them make that choice, you know. I mean, I know, I think the advice part to me is always hard because I second guess myself all the time just when mm-hmm. I'm making decisions. So if somebody comes and asks me, like, hey, can you help me with this? I need some advice. I'm thinking, well, why did you come to me? Because I got my own problems. <laughs> I think it's challenging when you're working with somebody who has a really different set of beliefs mm-hmm. and value yeah. system than you have, and you have to be really careful not to press that upon them mm-hmm. um, when you're trying to, to help them. Um, mentoring really is about relationships. Mm-hmm. You can't mentor someone um, that you don't have a relationship with. And so I think it's that sometimes is the challenge is just developing that level of trust. And For me, it, it's hard to, to find the balance because I feel like I either get like way too excited that someone's coming to me from help and just like <laughs> throw everything at them and they get really overwhelmed and I forget to listen to them mm-hmm. or like someone comes to me and... I don't take advantage of that you know Mm -hmm. I don't I don't be that supportive person that they need so I'm still working on like seizing the opportunities that I have and not like putting my nose in people (laughs) business who did not ask for that (laughs) and I think that comes from second guessing yourself like Mm -hmm. uh, Savannah said I think we we tend to think that if I know something then everybody knows that Uh Mm -hmm. and that's not the case Mm -hmm. you know there's so many things I mean in Bible hour I learned things from Marina you know every week and so recognizing that somebody might not know something that to me seems really obvious Mm -hmm. and and going ahead and and not second guessing yourself and that just comes with a lot of prayer and um, and trusting that that God will help you to know what to say and what to do if you're asking for that I think a lot of times though when people come forward and say that they're struggling with something or they're hurting a lot of times we don't want to meddle and we don't want to think like oh well they just I'm just getting in their business you know so we take a step back where a lot of times that is where they're saying hey I need some support Mm -hmm. I need people to pray for me I need people to ask me how I'm doing and so I think just reframing that into like well they got something already worked out because they already came before the church and admitted it like that's where we need to really step in and catch them I agree and I think just like what you said being willing to invest in people 
Um, the most precious gift we can ever give anybody is our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's easy to throw money at things when it's not so easy to throw time. And then sometimes when things are messy and, and situations are messy, you just really don't want to get drug into that. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the most important opportunities that we have. What keeps you motivated as a mentor? I think just wanting to help people and Mm -hmm. as you get older and I think y'all will see this and you experience things and you learn from things you want to share those with other people and just like you said you want to give them this clear path and sometimes you just want them to avoid some of the missteps Mm -hmm. that you've made um I think that's a real driving force and and then thinking about how one thing that really really Um, makes me want to mentor is when I think of how blessed I've been Mm -hmm. and I look at other people who haven't been that blessed and I think you know why me why was I you know the one that received that and that really makes me feel um, a drive to reach out to other people and try to to help them make their way Mm -hmm. yeah last week we talked about um, being daughters and we talked about our relationships with our parents really And so that's why I thought this would be a good week to do the mentor because a lot of people were not blessed to have the parents that we have. You know, our parents made sure that we had food, clothes, shelter, support financially and, you know, emotionally and spiritually spiritually, and made sure that, you know, we were at church and we had everything that we needed. And I would dare say that less than half of the people in the world have that you know me too me too and especially if you work um in a school setting like we do and then in the line of work that you do um it's just really a blessing if you've Mm -hmm. just even had parents that loved and guided you they we all make mistakes they Mm -hmm. made mistakes too but just having those people that were always looking out for you And so many people, especially, you know, with 2020 and how it was, so many people feel like they're alone, especially since, you know, social distancing and everything was shut down. So many people realize, like, they don't have people in their life Mm -hmm. if they're not going to work or going to their activities. Mm -hmm. So, good time to be a mentor. And, you know, mentor, it, it, it kind of defies ages. I mean, like you, even young people can be mentors to older people. I mean, we've got, um, like you said, people who are shut in that are so lonely. And, mm-hmm. um, and it's really a good opportunity to, to reach out to those. Let's talk about the mentors that we've had. We've talked about being mentors. <laughs> but let's talk about the, the fruits that we have gathered from other people's labor. <laughs> What mentors have y'all had? I mean, I think I consider, I mean, like you said, our parents. Um, cause I've always looked up to my parents for advice and things. And I've had several teachers in school that I remember going to and some coaches um, and my youth minister and lots of women just in church that maybe I didn't go to and ask for advice but would just look at, like, how they're living, I think. Mm-hmm. I may have just stolen everybody's answers. No, no, those, those are all good. I mean, of course, for me, coaches, my grandparents were um, were big for me. And, um, of course, we had Sister Knight, and we talked about how my <laughs> sister was a mentor to me and has, still is today. Um, but one that may be, I don't know, I just think it's kind of strange. But um, when I was 15, I met my husband, 
and I was just in such a dark place and I was just lonely and I was just so caught up in like worry and depression and um and so he would read like he still doesn't know when I come to him about stuff like this has bothered me he still doesn't really know what to say he's just not wired that way (laughs) and he wasn't then either he wasn't wired that way to to fix things with words um and so he just opened up his bible and he just read he was like we were on the phone he was like turn your bible to Matthew 6 and um so he just read that section about worries like 25 through 34 I think and um he just read it over and over and you know when hearing that and then seeing it in my bible and like giving it giving me such comfort you know like he um you know he really led me towards God like that was the first time I remember you know God actually working in me and I was just like this is where I want to be you know God is the answer and um, so he's my biggest mentor in my life. So <laughs> try not to cry over here. <laughs> That's a blessing. It really yes. is. Mm-hmm. And like you were talking about, just the power of the word. I think sometimes mm-hmm. as a mentor, if we don't have the words and we do second mm-hmm. guess ourselves, um, it, we can use just God's word yes. at, um, to be that bridge for us that, that we need. That's a sweet story. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about any of your other mentors? Um, I had I have wonderful mentors. My grandparents were very, very involved in my life. I had a wonderfully strong mother that um, I did not grow up. Um, someone said to me the other day, you had a, a really difficult childhood. And I said, no, I did not have a difficult childhood. I had a, mm-hmm. There was a very difficult element of my childhood, mm-hmm. but I did not have a difficult childhood. I had a mm-hmm. um, wonderful family that, that supported me. Um, and so that's the first thing I thought of, and, and well, like you said, your parents. And then I thought, well, are parents really mentors? Um, but then as you get older and you start to go into certain areas, like in education, I had great mentors as teachers. Um, some of the ladies you know here at church, the one mm-hmm. that I co-teach with, Pat, um, they were wonderful mentors to me. We had, Pat and I, even though we were at different ages, we got married the same year and we had our children at the same time. And so we were kind of raising our children together. The two other ladies we taught with had children that were already like middle school. Mm-hmm. They were great mentors to us about, you know, <laughs> quit quit worrying about all that small stuff. And mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, the ladies in the church, yeah, older Christian women, I think I, I mentioned to you all earlier, I had an older Christian lady that taught the young ladies class and she would say when we first got married and my husband wasn't a Christian she would say you know you just keep doing the right thing you keep living your life like you should uh, don't nag mm-hmm. you know always don't don't let your guard down and you know and she was right and I always remember you know her words and mm-hmm. that and what they meant to me I think it's really important to go back to people mm-hmm. and tell them. I never did tell that lady what she meant to me, and I won't have that opportunity, you know, on this side of heaven. But I think it's important to let people know when they've done that for you, especially when ladies get older. And like we have one lady here in church that I told her one day uh, that she'd led a song in class, and it was, I know the Lord will find a way for me. And I went to her and I said, you know, that just meant the world to me. And when I would be having a hard time, that song would come back to my mind. And she just cried. She said, I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm so worthless now. (laughs) And, you know, she needed to Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. that those things that she did really still live on Mm -hmm. even now. (laughs) (laughs) What have you learned from those that you have mentored in the past? I think you always learn more from the people you mentor to than you teach them. Just like when you're teaching class, you learn more than you you would if you were in the class. Mm -hmm. Um, Patience. um, 
other points of view mm-hmm. that um, I think we have to have an open mind, even though I think we have to be very grounded in the things we believe in. I think we always have to have an open mind and think about things through somebody else's eyes. And um, that's really helped me to think about what I say before I say it, to think about how that might fall on a different set of ears. Mm-hmm. Um, we all bring a different frame of reference to every group that we come together with. And so I, I think that's that's probably the greatest lesson. Mm-hmm. Trying to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, yeah. even though they may have walked a very different walk. Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably learned more mentoring to those that I, you know, like I mentioned earlier um, with the relationship advice, I learned so much more about myself and I grew, you know, within myself because, you know, I just, I, I would change how I would talk to people and like the understanding thing, you know, and realizing that they, they did see things differently and they were different than me. What advice do y'all have for other mentors? I mean, I would say, you know, just always be ready, Um, always be willing, you know, to help and um, never give up if if something doesn't go the way that you think it's or hope it would go, you know, just always be ready when they're when they're needing somebody. So your job's not to solve the problem, it's to support the person. Yeah, that's right. That's a real fatal flaw for me is that I tend to be, my mom always called me the fix-it fox. I always thought I was supposed to fix everything. Mm -hmm. And understanding that, you know, I can't, I can't fix those things, Mm -hmm. but I can um, care Mm -hmm. about somebody and, like you said, be willing to give that time. Mm -hmm. And I think if you, as long as God is your ultimate mentor, then, you know, like I talked about the doubts that I have about myself, you're always going to, you know, lead somebody in the right direction if if God, if you're leaning on God and mm-hmm. relying on prayer and study then you know the right answers ultimately right and sometimes it's going back and saying hey I was wrong mm-hmm. you know yeah. I, I was wrong about that and I'm really sorry and and this is the right thing yeah for sure and like I said as um your, from your greatest pain comes your greatest strength mm-hmm. I mean that is mm-hmm. definitely the truth and I think when you get to be my age and and I finally can look back at some of the things that I have learned the hard lessons and be thankful for them because they do give me a voice that you know maybe someone else wouldn't have mm-hmm. um and just know that even your greatest pains will turn out to be things that that will be blessings for someone in yeah. the long run yeah Well, we hope that you have enjoyed this talk about mentorships and the role that we play as women and how it changes as we grow and get older and not get younger, but (laughs) as we get older. So, and we hope that you always remember to be kind, be humble, be your very best self. Bye. Bye.